What is up, guys? It is Quinn here, and today we're going to be talking about some rookie wide receivers. So yesterday we went through the rookie running backs. Today we're talking about the wide receivers. And basically, I just went through like the most fantasy-relevant wide receivers going in the first two rounds. So I left off some guys like Tyquan Thornton because he's really like doesn't seem to be super fantasy-relevant this year. Guys like Alec Pierce, George Pickens, those players likely aren't going to be drafted in like 10 or 12-team redraft leagues. So we're leaving those guys off, but we're talking about all the fantasy relevant ones, breaking them down, talking about their current ADP, and then just going through whether or not I would draft them at their price. So like, are they a buy or a sell? And kind of spoiler alert, a lot of them are going to be buys because I think there's a lot of value here at wide receiver. We've seen over the last few years that these rookie wide receivers have been able to come in and make an impact here in year one, you know, on their NFL teams and for fantasy football. But let's jump into the first wide receiver, and it is going to be Drake London. He's going off the board as the wide receiver 34, a sixth round pick. I think this is a fair price, but I also think he's a pretty solid buy here at this ADP. He's my dynasty wide receiver one from this class. Great production in college. Easily the wide receiver one on this Falcons team. It's going to be him and Kyle Pitts just target funnels on this offense. Obviously, this isn't an ideal situation here. You know, Marcus Mariota at quarterback or Desmond Ritter, it's likely not going to be a high-volume passing attack, likely not going to be a very good offense, but I think he's talented enough to produce at a wide receiver three level, and I think he will still be very fantasy relevant. Now, the next wide receiver is Traylon Burks. He's going as the wide receiver 38, a seventh-round pick, and I talked about him as a player whose ADP is actually falling and I'm going to be buying that dip. You know, this news coming out from camp about, you know, like his conditioning, he seems out of shape, potentially asthma, all this stuff, whatever. He's not practicing, has had to leave a few practices. I'm not saying it's a good thing because it's clearly not. You want him to be in good shape. And if he is in good shape, but just has asthma, it's not good that he can't finish practices. But I mean, the dude played at Arkansas, balled out. He's played in warm weather before. So I feel like he's going to figure it out, get in shape whatever he needs to do. We're still a long way away from the season. So if this was like seven days before the season and he's having these problems, that's an issue. But it's still early on in the off season. You know, he can figure this stuff out. I think he has a great opportunity to be the wide receiver one on this team. He's competing with Robert Woods, but Woods is coming off of an ACL. And what I think is a really solid thing here for Traylon Burks is that he's stepping into an offense where his like most comped player was A.J. Brown. He can just slot into that role. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be A.J. Brown because he's probably not. You know, his peak is probably what A.J. Brown is. But if he can, you know, have a similar type of archetype, he can step into that role. And I think he can, you know, live up to this wide receiver 38 price. Next up, we have Sky Moore, who's being drafted as the wide receiver 44, an eighth round pick. And Sky Moore really did have the best landing spot of any rookie wide receiver he steps into a wide open wide receiver room on one of the best offenses in the NFL with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So I think he's a very strong buy here. He's competing with guys like Juju, MVS. You know, these are solid players. Juju has obviously, you know, had some big seasons, but really he's kind of fallen off over the last few years. MVS, you know, can have a few solid games, but he's really never put together a full season. And he's been playing with Aaron Rodgers. So even though, you know, he's going to Patrick Mahomes here, I think he's going to have his weeks. But like, is he really going to step up and be like a wide receiver one or wide receiver two of this team? I'm not so sure. 
So I think Sky Moore, you're potentially getting the Chiefs wide receiver one in the eighth round. That is great, great value. And I think he can definitely be a breakout player this season. Now let's move on to Chris Olave, who's being drafted as the wide receiver 48, a ninth round pick. And honestly, I wasn't super high on Chris Olave in terms of like rookie drafts. I think he was like my wide receiver five, maybe, but I wasn't like, you know, overly excited about him. I thought he was kind of like a high floor, low ceiling type of player. But the more questions we hear about Michael Thomas's ankle, if he's going to be ready to play, the more I like Olave for fantasy football. Because when you were looking at the Saints offense, like it was actually looking decently solid. Their O-line is always pretty decent. But if he was competing against guys like Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and Jarvis Landry for targets, like I don't know how well he's going to fare for fantasy football. He can still have a solid season. Like, are you ever going to trust him in your lineup? It looks a lot different when you take Michael Thomas, the volume monster, out of that equation. Because Jarvis Landry's solid, but he's aging. He's constantly banged up. Like, Olave could be the wide receiver one on this team. Kamara has the potential suspension, all this stuff. So I think Chris Olave's stock is going to rise because we just do not know about Michael Thomas. And if Thomas is not good to go, I think Chris Olave, I'd be surprised if he underperforms this wide receiver 48 ADP. Next up, going basically in the same spot as Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson at wide receiver 50, also in the ninth round. And once again, I think he's another solid buy. I understand there's a lot of capable, like young weapons in this Jets room, and they have an unproven quarterback in Zach Wilson. But here's the thing. If Zach Wilson takes a jump, like I think this could be a sneaky, legit offense Now, I do think it'd be a stretch for Garrett Wilson to be the wide receiver one from day one, because I'm just assuming that Elijah Moore, you know, has that locked up. I would think that Garrett Wilson would beat out Corey Davis, but who knows? I think he should. And I'm someone who's an Elijah Moore fan, but I don't think like it's impossible that Garrett Wilson could come in and just straight up be better than Elijah Moore. Obviously, Elijah Moore has proved himself, so he deserves to be valued higher. But I think Garrett Wilson is a very talented wide receiver. And if he is as good as a lot of people think he is, then I think he can step up and produce right away. And I think wide receiver 50 is way too low for, you know, such a talented wide receiver prospect, even if the situation doesn't appear to be, you know, insanely good. And then going a little bit after Garrett Wilson, we have Christian Watson at wide receiver 53. And this actually may be the first player that I've talked about who I'm not like aggressively targeting at price. I do think there are some serious question marks here about Christian Watson in year one. He never had a dominant college season, like never really had that true college breakout. He's a fantastic athlete, but still a very raw wide receiver. Most of Rodgers, like stud wide receivers he's had in years past, they've taken years to develop that chemistry and were arguably more talented, you know, heading into the NFL. Not talented, but maybe more polished. And so if like Watson is playable, I imagine it's much later on in the season. And if he, you know, does take that late season breakout, I'm guessing it's kind of like an Amon Ra situation. Not saying he's going to be that good because I don't think he will in year one, but it's probably going to be like he may be on rosters, he gets dropped, just sits there for a while, and then you probably want to snag him once he starts to break out. I'm just not really seeing a very likely path where he's like producing from day one and you want him on your rosters. Next up, it is Jamison Williams as the wide receiver 58. And he's on an offense filled with young, talented weapons, pretty similar to the Jets. 
it looks like he could miss the start of the season recovering from that ACL. And it's not tough that, you know, you're going to have him out of your lineup for a few games. It's tough because he's going to be missing these valuable preseason reps. And this is an offense with a lot of capable weapons. You know, you have Amon Ra from last year. You have DJ Chark, who's had solid seasons. Hawkinson at tight end. Swift at running back. So you would like him to be getting in there, building that chemistry with Jared Goff. But I mean, in this range, you're looking at wide receivers like Jarvis Landry, Jamison Crowder, McCole Hardman. Like I'll take a swing on Jamison Williams all day in this range. So, you know, I'm not overly confident, but I think he's a solid buy here if you're drafting at like wide receiver 58. And now the final rookie wide receiver is going to be Jahan Dotson going off the board as the wide receiver 65. I think this is an absolute steal. Getting like a mid first round wide receiver as like a fantasy wide receiver six, like that is just crazy. That is way too low, even if this isn't a good situation. Terry McLaurin's been holding out for a new contract. The Washington beat reporters have really been hyping up the chemistry between Jahan Dotson and Carson Wentz. Apparently he's performed very well through camp. Obviously I said, you know, this is not a good situation for a wide receiver two to come in and ball out. It's likely not going to be a great offense. Don't think Wentz is going to be like this elite guy supporting his weapons, but Wentz is an upgrade from what they had, you know, in previous years at the quarterback position. And if Jahan Dotson like is a good player, if he's NFL ready, he will absolutely outperform this wide receiver 65. And I think could turn into a very solid wide receiver four on your team. You know, maybe later on in the season, you trust him in your flex, something like that. So I do like Jahan Dotson. Like I talked about at the top, there's a lot of untapped fantasy potential where you're kind of, you know, paying a lower price because there's some risk in that we just don't know if they're that good, if they're ready to play in year one. But we've seen, you know, rookie wide receivers have success early on. So I'm willing to take a shot on a lot of these players. But that is going to wrap it up for this one. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. And I'll see you guys in the next one.